Hello and welcome to Lights, Camera and Life. Hello. I'm Lady. And I'm Franklin. So it's great to welcome back old and regular listeners. Um, welcome. Happy New Year, we should probably say. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year all. Let's... New Year, new us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's probably a good time just to, you know, put out there again, like what this podcast is, what, yeah, what yeah. we're trying to achieve and... Mm. Um, hopefully that'll be good for people who have been listening all along and those who um, we're picking up along the way. So yeah. why don't you tell us a little bit about what we are doing here at Lights, Camera and Life? I mean, this is the love child of um, uh, both of our kind of um, love for film, yeah. but also our love about sort of dissecting and talking about things. Yeah. And when those two things intersect, we thought that a podcast would be the best way to express ourselves um and um we we enjoy every moment of it um we're still at the beginning phases we just see a movie sometimes films we've seen in the past and we watch it again and we uh know that there are people out there who love uh talking about film or at least listening to film so we thought we'll share it with you guys and um it's it's been a blast so far absolutely you know what we always say is you know we love film but Possibly even more, we love that first step outside of the cinema. Exactly, like, oh, yeah. What did you think? Do you know, like, <laughs> I, I was saying it to you the other day, like, um, many years back, I'd come out of the film and I really want to go into it. And, I, and sometimes, sometimes people who I've gone in with are just like, yeah, it was cool, but it's like, but what about this <laughs> scene? And what about this scene? Hence, the podcast was born. Absolutely. So, you know, we hope that 2020 will bring more of this um, and more involvement from you guys. You know, we really love hearing what you think. Um, if you ever have questions about um, the films we've seen, if you ever want to tell us what you think about the films, if you ever want to give us suggestions for how we can change and mix up the podcast, you know, our inbox is always welcome. So please do. Open rather. So please do get involved. Constructive criticism only, please. <laughs> no i'm joking just whatever you want you know let us know we're, we're, we're more than happy to hear from from people who listen and um uh, just one more thing before you do listen to our podcasts um please do try and see the film because there might be spoilers in there yeah we go i think in, most of ours yeah most spoilers, so that's yeah worth yeah so it's worth doing it because we go into a bit of details about particular scenes and you know stuff like that So why don't we jump straight into it? Um, Mm -hmm. I think we've seen a few films in 2020 already. I think a couple, three, Um, yeah, yeah. But the one that we want to dive into today is... (laughs) Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. (laughs) I've got you already. You've got me back because I think we had that issue with the Joker where I was like, it's the Joker. (laughs) Wait, but it's Joker. Is it Joker? Anyway, um... Where do we start with this film? So, I think that might be my review done. Where, yeah, <laughs> where, yeah, where do yeah, we start? No, that, that's so true. I um, think that's the question I entered and left with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, background information on it. We went to um, what is becoming our favourite cinema, yeah. Art House in Crouch End. Uh, I think we went on Saturday. Yeah, if the you've U- never had a chance to go and you're in the area, we really recommend it. It's, yeah. it's a really... I'd say intimate cinema. We think mm. we've been to two different screening rooms now. So yeah. I think intimate is probably the right word, but very comfortable and just mm. a really, really nice quality screen. I love really it. Really nice yeah. atmosphere as atmosphere, well. Atmosphere, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also got quite a nice uh, bar area as lounge well. Lounge Lounge, perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, the UK release for The Lighthouse was the 31st of January, which was a Friday. We saw it on the Saturday, so uh, early bird mode there. And um, yeah, as you said, it's... This film is, uh, it's it's very hard to delineate what you think from what 
it really is. I don't even know if there is a, a <laughs> the two versions of the film in terms of what you've taken and what it's made. But I'll throw it back at you. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Um, well, I think one thing that I'm definitely trying to stick to this year is mm. not is going to see films without knowing much about them. Okay, um, yeah, I think know, that's a good plan. Listeners, you might agree or disagree, but I think every time I've done it so far, it's it's given me a much better viewing experience because all of the sort of preconceptions I don't have you know um this is a review of the lighthouse so I won't want to talk about Joker too much but I do remember specifically seeing Joker and being a bit disheartened by the fact that most of the key scenes had already been revealed in the trailer um so I'm I'm kind of trying to stay away from knowing too much about a film before I get there okay so to be honest with this film I'd, I'd seen the kind of um, posters advertising it um, and, and that's that's all I knew and I thought oh looks looks a bit quirky but that's as much as I knew going in mm. um, did you know a bit more about the film going in um, well I did do a bit of reading about it well not really reading I, I was how do I put it I'd seen some of the promotional material so I was aware it was coming out towards the end of last year yeah um, I was quite excited because it had Robert Patterson in it mm. who I know is going on this uber serious drive with his roles at the moment I think we I think he can he is he should be regarded as a serious actor oh now. of course no 100% one of the days of Twilight and yeah yeah oh, what's his character I can't remember the name of his character in Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not I don't know yeah. um, probably most of the girls now I think that was it was the way was it, he in Harry Potter he was yeah. really yeah that was his I genuinely can't remember he was one of the guys who was good at Quidditch but that's as much oh, as my okay. memory will oh, allow I didn't know that um, yeah. so that was his first proper well first I'd say like mainstream role that most people know about and then obviously yeah, but gone are the old and, you know, behold the new with Good Time. Yeah. Where that was a great film. Um, we might even review that in the, in, the, in the future because it was such a different type of film and he really brought to the, to the forefront his uh, credentials as a serious art house uh, um, actor. Mm. And now Lighthouse, so I thought, okay, well, this, you know, he's going to bring that same seriousness to it. And then there was William Defoe as mm. well, Willem Defoe, mm. um, who I'm, I think is, it's now, now's his time to shine. He's always been a great uh, uh, sort of uh, actor in his films, mm. um, you know, with his trademark voice. Mm. But he really very can... Very intense. It's very intense. Yeah, yeah. He's got that gr- that growl when he talks and he's got the, the, the facial features are quite gaunt, mm. giving him a quite quite serious uh, demeanor yeah. but at the same time it, it's also innocent in his eyes yeah. if that makes sense so I really I was a big fan of Eternity's Gate mm. uh, which was the one about Van Gogh uh, that came out last year that's that on Netflix yeah that is on Netflix yeah. I don't know if it's been taken down now but that's a film by Julian uh, Schambach or Bach or the, someone yeah please talk about it. so anyway those two were actors I think that together they were you know going to bring the scream alive and it had a very artsy feel to it so I was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I think if there is an average story with the, these two powerhouse actors and it's going to be in black and white about mm. an isolated set, like a, a lighthouse, bang, this so is it. Yeah, it sounds like you knew a fair amount about it before. Yeah, I did. Cinema. So I was complete op- the yeah, complete opposite yeah. to you. Yeah. So I guess having seen the film, if you had literally one sentence to... Okay, two sentences, a paragraph, <laughs> to a short paragraph, mm. to explain, you know, what the premise of the film, how, where would you even start? <laughs> what would you say? Do you, do, yeah, um, basically it's about, uh, what's the term? Someone who, uh, William Defoe looks after a lighthouse, he's obviously been um, on, 
he, he's obviously been on this island for a long time. His job is to tend the lighthouse. And he has a kind of, what, you're an apprentice? Yeah, who, the, yeah, the yeah. wiki, I think, is the formal Yeah, yeah, role. of uh, who comes in in Robert Pattinson, who's played. His role is called, um, he is Thomas Howard, which tends to, the name changes at some point in the film. And um, it's just about how they live together and how he learns the ropes. And things aren't as they seem. And then it goes from what seems to be quite a simple story to quite a surreal set of sequences. Um I'll go straight to it. Narratively incoherent, incoherent is what I would say this film is for me. But entrancing. Mm. I, I don't know. That that's that's what I would say. So for like that's just how I see everything. What what, what do you think? Um it it was very bizarre. I think it's yeah. definitely one of the most bizarre things I've watched in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, how long has it been since you've seen it now? Just just half a week, like three or four days. Yeah, we it? saw it on Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's something that definitely you need time for it to settle in and, and soak into your mind to really decide how you feel about it. I think how I felt when I left the cinema and how I feel now mm. is is quite different. I didn't... I didn't dislike it when I left the cinema, but I was, I think I was almost borderline traumatised because it was just very strange. Mm. Um, but now that I've had time to kind of del, you know, um, mull over it a while, I actually really, really liked it and think it's a really good film. Really? Yeah, no, I, have, I have to say. So I'm going to, I think that I'm, I'm interested because, as I said, I started off with quite high hopes and the acting was amazing. Both of them did a great job in it. Um, you know, uh, uh, William Defoe's sort of growling, menacing bark at little things, but at the same time, his dependence on alcohol and a man who seemed to be on the brink of madness mm. in a way. And his locked off, locked off um, isolation at the top of the, uh, of the tower at night, um, coupled with these surreal sequences, made it go from what was a quite a clear narrative sort of plot to something that so there was probably something deeper underlying you know an underlying theme to it and I thought is this a horror movie is something going to happen but it never quite committed to one of the themes that it was trying to go for and because of that I just couldn't quite sell myself I couldn't really delve into anything and appreciate it I think that's the thing that we tend to disagree on actually is I, yeah. I think I'm a lot more comfortable with a film and I think actually coming to like it when a film doesn't really sit in one genre and I think that is actually one of the things I like most about it is it sort of meanders in terms of what kind of film you could say it is and I think that's it's it I can't put it in a genre and maybe that's now becoming a genre of its own and I really like that actually. no it's... but we, we and I think this is we had this some um, sort of exchange of ideas as, a, <laughs> as opposed to argument um with us. Yeah. I think that for every movie that is going to be knee deep or at least, you know, stride that, 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 that high wire line of symbolism, you do have to have a notion or you do have to have um, some sort of uh, motive to what you're trying to do. There has to, you need to put... But why, put, why do you have because to? Because without it, it becomes very, very indulgent. And... I think yeah, it's, it's, I know what you mean. But yeah. if you do if you do indulgence well, then I'm okay with it. And I I think that this film is 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 indulgent and it's very it's very. Well, then you RT, start. You, but you, I like it. I but like then you it. start. You start to. You know. You 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 start treading on the on on you know on the planes of arts for art art for art's sake 
And that's really where you don't want it to go because you can chuck in anything and say it means this and that. And that's what I thought, you know, at the end of it... I, I think that, you know, any kind of material I've seen about, you know, the kind of director and the writers of the films, they... They don't, I don't think they're trying to say it means a particular thing, and I, I think that's the way you have to separate. No, I think that every director, uh, as na- as abstract as if the narrative or sort of the cinematography is, uh, always have something, or an idea, a feeling that they want to convey to the audience. I just didn't get what this was supposed I, to be. I think there's some very clear... That feeling of isolation is, is there. Yeah. I think you can't deny that. That feeling of a, of a descent and a spiral into madness, whether that The disintegration be, of yeah, someone's character, Whether that yeah. be because of, you know, going hard on alcohol, or whether that's because this is actually a place that is, you know... Um, what's the word I want to say enchanted that's not the word I'm looking for it's you know this is a a mythical place and there are mythical things going on and supernatural things going on is that the reason why they're descending into madness you know maybe he shouldn't have killed that bird like like he got told you know so I think the 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 reason doesn't need to be explicit but I think there's definitely themes and things that you can see happening that that, they they put across really well they put across really well and it's not hard to grasp that if you're living in isolation for a long time you start to look for deeper meanings and perhaps connecting dots that don't actually exist like a bird that might just be there because that's its home and abode and it's bothering you and then because your mind is already in a spiral you start to attach too much meaning to it and you decide to kill it now there was a sequence with the mermaids. I thought, mm. okay, what was that? What 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 was this? Was that just more his uh, sort of sexual fantasy, uh, being someone who lives by the sea? Mm. I don't know, but there seemed to be more meaning uh, with these flashbacks. Um, uh, with regards to that, there was also the the the, the amalgamation of the mermaid sequences with um, Willem Dafoe's character as well. Mm. So I'm not sure what the link was between why he was seeing him as that as well, was it perhaps because he's cohabiting with, 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 with the character that he's suddenly starting to have sexual feelings towards it? Mm. What was William Defoe doing at the top of the lighthouse? Uh, was that all, real? Was that not? These are all questions we don't know, but that's what I like. That's, I, that's what I like about that, this film. That's true, and it, but this is what I mean. I, I love films that are abstract, and I'm, I'm trying to go back to it to see if I can find meaning, but every time there's an attempt to try to use my mind to go over all these scenes, because... I'm not invested enough in anything that it had to say. Halfway, I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, you can you can tell from what we've said so far. It's it's, it's very odd and it's a very unusual film. Yeah. Um. You know, I think if I had to summarize 2019 as a year of film, there was a lot of stuff that felt very samey yeah. to me. So I'm I'm just excited to see stuff that's different. Um, stuff that took me by surprise, but maybe I was taken by surprise because I knew nothing about what I was going to see. Maybe. Yeah. Um. You know. I think one of the key questions is, would you watch it again? I, uh, <laughs> that noise. Do you know it's what? Not good. This, that, that's a good question. <laughs> it leads me on to what, how I wanted to summarise it. Yeah. The cinematography was what I, is why I described it at the beginning of this podcast as, as entrancing. It's uh, millimetres, uh, the, the, the sort of ratio on the screen. It's black and white. Uh, tint, uh, the way it's it's got like a, a sort of uh, claustrophobia to it, even though it's out in the open. And I've always said that you know when you when your film is based around the sea or in the oceans, I find like it acts as a sort of metaphor for for life or existence, which allows you to sort of uh, more freedom to do things. Um, for that alone, I like it. Mm. I really like how it looks. 
it held my attention. Yeah. Other than that, Mm. I don't think I was bored at any point in time in the film and I think even some films that I regard very highly there's sometimes a minute or two where I'm like mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, don't need this really yeah. you know or I, I've started to zone out and think about the journey home you know yeah. and yeah. actually the whole, for this whole film I was like what is this what is yeah. this I'm seeing so yeah. you can tell I'm a fan you know I think that um on top of that, I think both actors, as we said, were amazing. Yeah. And it was also very funny as well, which is oh, unexpected. Yeah. Favourite scene? <laughs> Favourite scene is... <laughs> I know what you me, <laughs> me just imagining being, um, you know... Uh, Thomas uh, Robert Pattinson's character yeah. being stuck on this island now being in the worst storm that you could possibly imagine knowing that you've run out of food and rations and the person who's meant to know what's what is telling you how are we going to survive but says aha we have we have rations in this hole in the ground thinking okay it's going to be alright and you go outside yeah then you, <laughs> you're digging and digging you're and digging rain. and then your, your shovel hits something and you're like oh my god there's a box full of there's all hope. sorts of goodies there's light we've hit a vending machine <laughs> And then we pull it out. He just whips open this box of more alcohol. Oh, exactly. and, just, <laughs> and just the look on his face is like, well, that's it, we're doomed. No, he opens it. And you, you realise that you're with someone who's he, not okay. He opens it and it looks like an advert for alcohol <laughs> packed in. And he's like, rations. He's in proper sailor mode, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, oh damn, what have I got myself into? Uh, it, it was just funny, and there were so many other moments that were were just, you know, funny but not forced as well. Genuinely, just putting yourself in that scenario is just actually very hilarious. Yeah, I will watch it again, and I think that maybe I'm gonna go in with my experimental cap on because I think it's actually quite an experimental film, and I'm deceived into it being a, 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 a an established film because of the actors in it. Yeah. Maybe if it were people I didn't know, I'd give it more leeway. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's bonkers. Mm. I think that the cinematography is amazing. Um, I will watch it again to answer mm. your question straight away. I, I think it's definitely one, if you are thinking of watching it, to watch in the cinema. Not because you can't watch it at home, but I it's think... It's just better on the big yeah, screen. I yeah. fully appreciate the camera work and what they're trying to achieve. I think it needs to be on a big screen, actually. Yeah. To, to fully immerse yourself in the experience. Yeah, so entrancing. Cinematography is beautiful. Narratively incoherent for me, but maybe there doesn't need to be a, a narrative all the time. Um, just chill out, man. Just ch- ch- chill out, man, and enjoy it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and on that cheery note, yep. <laughs> I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Um so that was the lighthouse. As I said, you know, um we would love it if you would um definitely think about watching the film, definitely think about visiting um Art um, House Cinema Art House yeah, Crouch great. End. Yeah. Um and definitely think about letting us know what you think. If you fancy something that's maybe a bit different to what you might usually go for, I think this is one to see. Thank you so much for listening. As Listen, always. we really want your feedback. Um, you know, like, comment, share. Thank you for listening. Have a great evening. Bye. Bye.